I made like a spicy tuna roll mix with the carrot mix. And I just made spicy tuna rolls vegan. Wow. Vegan mayo. And I served them at this You're party. You're like on a Tuesday. I'm yeah. going to make like uh, carrot yeah, meal. Like, rest your average Monday for a shot. <laughs> I'm just imagining like Melissa and I trying to like <laughs> It's tragic. The information discussed on the podcast today is just that, information only. It is not specific advice. If you take action following something you hear today, it is important to make sure you get professional advice about your unique situation before you proceed, whether that advice be legal, financial, accounting, medical, or other advice. Please reach out to us if you have any questions. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Are You Here For It podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Melissa. And I'm Lauren. And we're excited that you're listening. Uh, Lauren, I have an important question. What are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking red wine. I'm not shocked that you said red wine, but I'm excited and I'm here for it. (laughs) What are you drinking? I'm drinking an Aperol Spritz because you know I love me some champagne. Oh my Lord. Okay. Our guest today is Chef Ashley Toretto, who happens to be my little sister. She is the creator of 99% of the recipes on our blog. So please go check those out as they are all amazing, amazing recipes. But let's dive into everything about food and wine. Let's go. Okay, Ashley, what are you drinking? I am drinking some Cabernet, my my go-to. Yeah. Oh, I love what? how she called it Cabernet instead of just red wine. Okay, Fantastic. sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I am like up from the table wine. I'm the she, lower being of... Is she the better sister? <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's the more bougie one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this is true. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, you go <sighs> have your wine. I'm going to have my champagne and we're just going to talk all things food. I'm so excited that you're here with us, Ashley, virtually. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not a cook like at all. Actually, my husband saved me from myself. So I am just curious if you can share with me and us, what what is your overall cooking philosophy? Like, tell me what that looks like for you. So for me personally, I like to focus on fresh, local, seasonal and natural. I've developed this passion for healthier cooking lately, just because of the way it makes you feel when you eat it. I mean, food is so closely connected to just your overall well-being and how you feel. And I Mm -hmm. feel like, at least for me, once I hit 32, I'm about to turn 34, you really... Hone in into your feelings. (laughs) 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 What you eat really does affect everything. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really important. I mean, for your future and what you're eating now. And I'm not saying that I eat perfectly all the time. I mean, I love an In and Out burger every once in a while. (laughs) But I would say 80% of the time, I mean, it's farmer's market produce. It's I'm very picky about what meat we eat. And so yeah, I would say yeah, fresh and local and just untouched. No, no crap in the food. Very whole 30 for the most part. I think a good rule is 80-20. Absolutely. 80% you're doing healthy, fresh, the 20 fine. 
have an In-N-Out burger, get yourself some nachos. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And Mexican food is like my kryptonite. And I, <laughs> I feel like if I don't eat what I want, I, I just, go, I go mad. Like I, yeah. I'm not a good dieter. It's just not who I am. So I feel like if I take care of it for 80% of the time, I can do whatever the fuck I want for that totally. 20% and not feel guilty about it at all. Well, and diets really set you up for failure anyways. So it's it's good to have that kind of mantra of an 80-20 because then you don't feel like you're restricting yourself in this major way. Absolutely. And I used to deal with not an eating disorder, but I would say it was very close to it where there was a lot of feelings of like guilt and shame around food for me. So Mm -hmm. I've really had to rewire my brain around that. Have the freaking taco. You don't have to run because you ate a taco. You don't have to make yourself feel bad. You don't have to beat yourself up. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because since I've recently, you know, Lauren and I have kind of joined forces with Beachbody and they have wonderful nutrition programs. And that's really the first time, like two years ago was the first time I've ever put myself on any semblance of like a wellness journey, nutrition program. Mm-hmm. And, and their mantra is that food is fuel. And that, I mean, it took me 40 years to learn that like food should be fuel, not like I shouldn't be feeling bad about what I'm eating. Like it's fueling my body. I've just never been taught that. And so yeah. how interesting, like. I feel like there's such a lack of awareness when it comes to food and the importance of mm-hmm. healthy eating. I mean, especially in America. I mean, all of our food is just crap at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. I mean, it's really impossible to get around it. Granted, it is getting much better. I mean, there are brands that are coming out with a lot more cleaner options, which is great. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times they're four, five, six dollars more expensive. For sure. You know, so that's not cool either. For sure. Man, food. So is there a um, is there a chef that you admire? Oh, quite a bit. Anthony Bourdain. He's my OG. Mm, yeah, favorite. Yeah, I love that. Gary Danko, love. He has a, a restaurant here that's amazing. Um, mm. I would say Thomas Keller, the famous Thomas Keller. You know, we always studied a lot of his stuff. He's very classical French trained. Two years ago for Valentine's Day, Phil took me to the French Laundry for dinner. Mm, Awesome. Oh my God, it was amazing. And he was there. And I'm not joking. I'm such an awkward person anyway. I saw (laughs) him come out of the kitchen because he's a really tall man. I mean, he he walks into the room and you know he's there. And everyone's obviously just fondling over him. And I dropped my fork and I go, babe, he's here. And Phil was asking and they don't ever let you know if he's there or not for obvious reasons and so like I think all the blood came out of my face (laughs) and the sommelier came over and said that we could have a tour of the kitchen when we were done with dinner oh Oh my gosh I I, I'm surprised I didn't pass out and (laughs) I went to the restroom and I'm coming down the stairs and he's sitting there talking with Phil my husband you know just a just a casual little conversation (laughs) and my knees are about to buckle I walk up to Phil and I I couldn't speak. He's like, hi, my name is Thomas. And he shakes my hand. And I'm literally like babbling in. Like, uh, 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 uh. He's like, do you want a tour of the kitchen? I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, he probably thought I was such a weirdo. No. Gave us a tour of the kitchen. I mean, it was dinner of a lifetime for sure. Such a good memory. He's such a nice man. Very personable. Was asking about my career and where I was and, you know, not too not too busy or snooty. I mean, he was just wonderful. So was definitely- Doesn't that like validate your admiration for somebody when they like turn out to be super nice? Yeah. Oh, You're like, when they're not oh. a dick. 
Yes. Right. I love what's, that. What's that saying? Like never meet your heroes or something? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes mm. they let you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are my top three for sure. Love it. So I want to know, you need to share your favorite cookbooks for people that need help in the kitchen. And she means people like she means me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, spoiler alert. It's for me. <laughs> There's so many amazing cookbooks. I'm the kind of person that just buys cookbooks just to have them. Like I, I read cookbooks instead love of it. reading books. I love them. Ones that I use the most often right now, I would say the Defined Dish. Yes. I mean, I've gotten it for all of my friends. They all have it now. I bought it. Um, Oh, no. I made Mel buy it for herself. I I know. That's the first. (laughs) That is the first cookbook I've ever purchased. Are you serious? Yes. And it's very much like in line with my food philosophy, like very Whole30 clean ingredients. Oh, my God. I love love it. And her recipes are super easy. Yes. This plant over processed is a good one. Her name is Andrea Hanneman. She's a vegetarian. So they're all vegetarian uh, dishes. But oh, I, I love follow that. her on Instagram. She's great. She's got some good stuff. And then Primal Gourmet is a good one too. Mm. Awesome. He's got a lot of good sauces and he's great. And his, uh, I think it's Ronnie Joseph. I'm going to smear his last name. But um, <laughs> no, I'm going to link all of these okay, in, yeah. in the description. Yes. His Instagram is fabulous. His cooking videos. Wow. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to look all these people up. Yes. Except for the defined dish because I already have it. I'm well, so proud you, of myself. And you've done a lot of recipes recipes from her cookbook and they I have amazing. I have I've even taken pictures to prove it I, I know. mean it is just fantastic if yes. you don't see the picture it never happened that's true <laughs> that is true oh my gosh I love it thank you for sharing those yes. um, so you mentioned that you got some really extensive sushi training in one of your previous roles so was that inspiration for creating your current business vine pot sushi tell us more about it so that all kind of happened substantially So I got very big into juicing. We were doing fresh juices every morning and I had this little rinky-dink juicer and I just loved doing it. I actually started as a side hustle. I was making juices for my friends and selling them and they all loved it. There's just, I hate wasting food. That's one thing that I just don't like. And there's so much of the pulp that I didn't really know what to do with it. I was making veggie burgers and I mean, my my freezer was full. And so I was doing a bunch of carrots one day. So I had all of this dry carrot mulch and I was like, what can I do with this? And so I kind of just played around and I made, I was having some kind of a party here. And obviously I had the sushi experience. So I made like a spicy tuna roll mix with the carrot mix. And I just made spicy tuna rolls, vegan. Wow. Vegan mayo. And I served them at this point. On a Tuesday, I'm yeah. just gonna make like yeah, yeah, like rest your average Monday oh. for a shot. Okay. <laughs> I'm just imagining like Melissa and I trying to like. Do this. Uh, it's tragic. <laughs> Don't try to imagine that. <laughs> Okay, I I served it at my party and everyone went crazy over it. They're like, this is such a good idea. And so I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, like the profit margin's really good on sushi. And I'm not even buying fish. I was like, so I just started coming up with crazy ideas and playing around with stuff. And that's how Vine Caught Sushi began. And it's 
worked out tremendously well. Never expected to do it as a business, but people love it. Yes. It looks phenomenal, by the way. It looks amazing. Like, where can we find you on Instagram? Obviously, we need everyone to go follow you. Yeah. So, at Vinecott Sushi is my Instagram. Oh, we'll link it it. down below for sure. Yes, we will. But, I mean, the photos that you take, it looks like sushi. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And it's really fun because you get to be really creative. And I did a party uh, two weeks ago for a family friend. And I was playing around with watermelon. And oh. I made like a watermelon ahi. Oh my gosh. Loved it. But I, I had to stand over the platter because no one believed me. They're like, this is tuna. I'm like, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> oh. it, it looks so real. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay. I so wish you were down, down here. Yes. She's making <sighs> this the next time she's down here. I know. Not- you just need to bring, like, are you going to franchise? Like, can you teach me? Because I just feel like this needs to be in San Diego. I mean, because I was in hospital for many, many years, worked for a catering company. And I just feel like this would be such an amazing thing to add on, you know, to a, an event experience, like just so fun. So fun. Well, oh, it's, such a, it's such a hit up where she lives. I mean, people call her and she does all these catering gigs and, you know, she brings all these like little sets for them to make it. And then she brings things that she makes. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been doing classes with oh. little, little kids. They love it. They have the oh, best. really want you to kind of just touch on wine pairing with food. How did you learn? Do you pair wine with food? How does one do it? What are we what are we what are we doing here with our wine and food? Honestly, they make such a big deal out of it. And this is my personal opinion. I had a whole wine class in school where we would taste wines and what goes with what. It's all very subjective. I mean, everyone's taste buds are different. People get so overwhelmed at the fact of pairing wine with food. And it's it, it shouldn't be that daunting. It should be fun. There are some basic rules, but if you don't like a Pinot Noir, a steak isn't going to make your Pinot Noir taste any better. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So you really have to go with what you like and run with it. But there are rules like high acidity goes really well with high fat. Okay. okay. Acidity cuts right through the fat content. Spicy wines for spicy food. A really okay. good tip is um, pairing your wine with the sauce that is on your steak or your fish. And oh. the protein itself. Oh, interesting. Because usually that sauce is a whole lot more flavorful than the protein. Mm-hmm. So you want to work off of that. So if it's like a really acidic sauce, you want to you want to pair it with that. So like for a Pinot Noir, it's Pinot Noir is also one of my favorites. Very earthy, so like mushrooms. You know, very savory. Mm. Chardonnays go really well with fatty fish and like really rich sauces. Champagne is a really good palate cleanser. Champagne and oysters, one of my favorites. There you go, Mel. I love champagne. <laughs> Not a fan of oysters, but I, I will drink the champagne with you. <laughs> there you go. Champagne goes really well with salty food. Oh. Mm. Like and cheese. And it cuts through like, like cheese. <laughs> I just want you to tell me that I can just eat champagne. I mean, eat cheese and drink champagne all day, every day. That's what I need from you. Right you can now. do that. Okay, perfect. I'll allow that. <laughs> she I'll has be spoken. at your house. You just let me know when this happens. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Champagne goes really good. It cuts through like really heavy, like deep fried things. Champagne's really good for that. Oh, okay. Uh, a good cab. Excited. Everyone knows, you know, red meat and cab. That's kind of a classic combination. There's a yeah. lot of tannins, so it's really good for the cab. It cuts through the fat and the protein. Um, a good Sauvignon Blanc. That's Love. probably the only white that I'll drink. It's one of my faves. I'm not a. I'm not a huge white wine drinker, but Sauvignon Blancs are really good for like tart dressings and sauces. Mm. 
And then for cheese, the best thing you can do is like a dry rosé. Oh. Mel, that's up your alley, girl. I am <laughs> here for it. Yes. <laughs> Let's she- throw a party. <laughs> I'm ready. She's ready. Yeah. But really, I can drink red wine with everything. Same. Same. <laughs> same, 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 same. I mean, I'm probably not supposed to say that. And there's going to be chefs that are like, what the hell is this chick talking about? But <laughs> that's just me. And again, it's all subjective. Yeah. I mean, there's no strict rules on anything. You know what? There's no wrong answer. It's all just about like living your own life and having an opinion. It's just well, like, yeah. And that's, I feel like options. there's such a, a, a stigma around food and wine and like you have to stay within these boxes and it's so not true do what makes you happy even if it doesn't work yes you know i love it just live your best life oh so good i have learned so much same one more one more like i have one more quick question Mm -hmm. um so like kind of like an eat this not that kind of thing i've been really trying myself personally to do some like healthy swaps for different things so like mayo like you know what can i swap for mayo like those types of things give us like just a couple of like healthy swaps Ooh, that's a good one so with whole 30 you know you just cut out um all the unnecessary things and so i'm very big on like make if you're gonna have mayo i make it myself you basically just drop one egg into a jar. And if you have an immersion blender, you pour like a cup of oil in and you mm. use the immersion blender. There's your mayo. And it okay. tastes so good. Preferably use like an avocado oil, not a vegetable oil. It's much better on your body. But yeah. it doesn't have all of that crap and it doesn't need to be shelf stable and it hasn't been sitting on a shelf for a year and a half. Um, a big hack that I like to do because I love rice. I can eat rice all day, every day. <laughs> is I'll do like half cauliflower rice and half rice. Oh. So Oh. it out, but the volume's still there because I eat a lot. <laughs> but you know, you're adding a veggie in that kind of thing. Yeah, I love okay. that. Thank you. Garbanzo Thank you. bean pasta, my jam, because I also love pasta. So if you're gonna eat pasta, and honestly, I think it tastes really good. I have it's- one waiting in my pantry. So now you're you're inspiring me to go try it. Yeah, you're still getting your pasta craving fulfilled, but it also has a lot of fiber, so it's gonna keep you fuller longer. It's got some protein in there. So it's just much better on on your body overall. Love it. Love it. Lauren. Sorry, I had to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure glad that I took that last question then. (laughs) I didn't ask you a question. I know. I was like, I really hope they're not like, yeah, Lauren, what do you think about that? I'm like, so Lauren, what are your thoughts? Oh my God. I had to pee so bad, guys. Like, I just had to go. Oh my God. Well, we're but wrapping I, up. So you oh, came yeah. just in time. Thank Good. you so much, back. Ashley, for talking with us today. Like we are just thrilled that we got to have you. Well, cheers till the next time. <laughs> Can I just say cheers to good food and good sex? Oh, oh. oh. cheers. cheers. Woo. You've just listened to an episode of Are You Here For It? podcast with Melissa and Lauren. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our website for notifications on new episode drops and blog posts. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.